for the Sharp 600 brought to you by Covers.com. My name is Joe Fortenbaugh. This is episode 116. Welcome back, everybody. Hope you guys had a great weekend. Hope you're enjoying all of our divisional previews that we continue to roll out here on the Sharp 600. Today, we're taking a look at a division near and dear to my heart, the NFC West, Ed Fang, from thepowerrank.com is going to join us to break down the Niners, the Seahawks, the Cardinals, and clearly I'm forgetting one, the Rams. Damn, how are you going to forget the best team in the division? Although I am curious as to what Ed has to say about the Rams, because much like the 49ers, I know there are some people out there that feel this could be too much too soon for a young football team that experienced an abundance of success in a very short amount of time so ed's coming up in just a moment two things to hit on before we visit with ed number one a lean for me personally within this division under eight and a half wins on the san francisco 49ers now those of you who are local here in the bay area listening to me you're probably going to think that's blasphemy and i do not blame you but you're not going to make money in this game being emotional and it's nearsighted to get emotional about what happened at the end of the 49ers season last year without considering everything else that will be taking place heading into this season. It's a tougher schedule. There's more tape out there on Jimmy Garoppolo. The expectations are higher. The pressure's higher. The defense has some question marks. So forgetting to nine wins wouldn't surprise me if the Niners got there, but I'm leaning under eight and a half wins for the season. It would not surprise me if they got off to a one and three start losing at Minnesota coming home to beat Detroit, losing at Kansas City, and then losing at L.A. when they take on the Chargers. Ed Fang in just a moment, but a reminder, if you're looking to gain a leg up on Vegas this year, you got to be organized. Download the BetQL app, and that will help you with that and so much more. If you want some background, go to BetQL.co. Or if you're on an iPhone, go to the App Store. If you're on a Droid, go to Google Play. BetQL is the app. Powerful analytics for sports betting, get access to real-time line movement, value bets of the day, and meaningful team trends. You're going to want to learn how to study line movements. You're going to want to see and understand when the key big moves take place. And then you're going to want to come to this podcast, The Sharp 600, to make sense of it all as you continue to round out your handicapping arsenal. BetQL is going to help you with that. BetQL is going to keep you in the loop. BetQL is going to give you a leg up heading into the season. So it's completely free to download. Go to the App Store. BetQL is the app to download for this upcoming 2018 NFL season. Pay that man his money. He's a data scientist with a PhD from Stanford. You can check him out at thepowerrank.com and on Twitter at thepowerrank. Ed Fang making his return to the Sharp 600. Ed, how's your summer going, man? It's great to have you back. Hey, thanks so much for having me. Summer's been great, and I'm really looking forward to August and uh, the upcoming season. Before we jump into the NFC West, take our listeners a bit through your process. Here we are at the beginning of August. What are you looking at to get your handicapping in order for the start of the season? Yeah, it's a little bit different from NFL. I have a college football model. It does not work for the NFL. So I'm doing a couple different things. Uh, first, I look at I have a wisdom of crowds model. And what I do is I combine the results of a bunch of subjective power rankings. These are all after the draft. Uh, I found this type of method uh, works when you just look at about 20 results. When you look at like 20 power rankings right before the start of the season, 
So I found that to be very predictive over the last three years. I'm extending it uh, to, to things earlier. So that's one model. And then the thing I'm most excited about is I've been able to take the market win totals and back out what a team's rating should be. Um, so it is a ranking of NFL teams from 1 through 32, and it's highly dependent on strength of schedule. So New England has the highest win total at 11. They're not close to being the top-ranked team um, in the NFL when you back out how good they are because of their schedule. How much does that 11 wins mean in the AFC East? So those are the two ways I'm prepping for the season and, uh, and looking uh, from a betting standpoint. You know, last week we had our first preseason game, Bears-Ravens, and we had four of these penalties called based on the new helmet rule, lowering the helmet, 15 yards. Two seemed good, two seemed controversial, but now there's this buzz that this new rule is going to create even more of an opportunity for offenses to score points and march down the field. Do you see it affecting overs and unders? I mean, obviously Vegas is paying attention to this as well. Yeah, absolutely. I, I actually don't. I mean, we've seen this targeting rule in college football for a couple of years. It really hasn't changed scoring all that much. We're still getting about 28 points a game uh, from teams. That could be a little bit different in the NFL, but you have to put that in the context of that, you know, teams are getting more efficient on offense every year, particularly with throwing the ball. Uh, 2016, we saw the highest yards per pass attempt in the entire NFL, you know, ever. We saw the lowest pick percentage that we've ever seen. So how do you, you know, how do you, you know, how do you disentangle like the more efficient passing that we see in the NFL from the targeting rule? I mean, I guess you can from anecdotes and things like that, but um, you know, I wouldn't put too much emphasis on it right now. We'll see what happens. I mean, we'll see what the markets say too. All right, NFC West. Let's start with the Seattle Seahawks. Win totals sitting at eight flat. Minus 150 to the under. The Seahawks have produced double-digit wins in five straight seasons prior to last year's 9-7 and seven campaign. Camp Chancellor's retired. Richard Sherman's with the 49ers. Michael Bennett's in Philadelphia. And Earl Thomas is very unhappy with the organization. Is this the end of Seattle as we know it? Uh, well, I mean, there is a guy named Russell Wilson, and he's going to – because they have him, it's not really the end of Seattle as we know it. But it is definitely the end of Legion of Boom as we know it. Um, when I look at my Wisdom of Crowds model, I ha- they have them at 21st in the NFL, not even seven wins, 6.8 wins predicted by that model. Um, I'm a little bit I, – I, I, think, I think definitely the way is to shade the, the under on that um, – you know, the one thing on the positive side for that team is that Dwayne Brown came in, made the Pro Bowl last year uh, as the left tackle, so maybe they won't get their young quarterback killed this year. New quarterback, new head coach in Arizona who went from five and a half wins when it opened at the Westgate to six. Seven or more wins in five straight seasons, but again, it's a new regime. Do you see the Cardinals exceeding their win total this season? Not in this division. I think this division is really good. We're going to talk about all the other teams. I still think Seattle's a solid team. We haven't talked about the two best teams in the division yet. I think just because of that schedule, I think it's going to be really hard for Arizona to to kind of keep pace. I'm going to call this as the one team that's not really a playoff contender, Uh, really starting over on offense. The defense is solid. Uh, We'll see how how they can do again uh, this year. But um, I don't think you should have too high hopes for the, the Arizona Cardinals. When you're setting power numbers for teams with new head coaches and or quarterbacks like Arizona, how do you go about handling that? Yeah, I mean, that's where I really rely on the market. Um, when, when I do this, when I take that season win total of six and I back out what Arizona's rating should be, they come out at, uh, I believe it is 25th. 
So the markets are telling you that's what they think of this team. Like, they're on the lower edge of the fat part of the middle of the NFL. And I think that's about right. I mean, you do get David Johnson back. Um, that should be helpful. But, but really, it's all about that quarterback position. You know, can Bradford do a good job? When is Rosen going to start? Um, and I think it's I think it's correct to be a little skeptical about this team. 49ers make the switch to quarterback Jimmy Garoppolo late in the season. They go on a 5-0 and run to close the year. Lots of hype here in the Bay Area. But they've got a tougher schedule, and they open with a win total of 9, which has since been bet down to 8.5. Is this too much too soon for the Niners? Yeah, you know, I was really looking to pound the under on the Niners' win total um, just because with, with the way that Jimmy G ended last season, you have to think expectations are going to be too high. Um, but, I, but I really think the markets have it right. Um, I looked at this wisdom of crowds model. Um, they, I get a win total of 8.4, which is exactly where the markets are. I think it's the right balance of optimism over Jimmy G because I, cause I do think he's going to be a good, good quarterback. Um, with a little bit of pessimism about that defense. The defense really struggled last year. They were um, they were 26th in my past defense numbers by adjusted yards per attempt. Richard Sherman should help, but he's coming off an Achilles injury. So just a lot of questions on that side of the ball. Uh, this is really one where I think they're going to be they're going to be on the upper. Um, you know, they're going to be better than average in the NFL. But but I think the markets have this one right. And you know how it is in this business when the entire public is screaming one thing. Oftentimes you want to look at the other. Being here in the Bay Area, people are so excited about the Niners that before these numbers came out, I said, damn, the under is going to look like a really good play here. And based on the way their season starts, at Minnesota, which I think is a loss, home against Detroit, which is a win, at Kansas City, which is going to be difficult, and then in L.A. against the Chargers, who I think are a solid team, it could be a one-and-three start. So I was thinking under, but then once it got knocked from nine to eight-and-a-half, I'm kind of thinking to myself, eh, like you are, it's pretty much right on the number. Absolutely. All right, so let's move to the Rams from 4 and 12 2 years ago to 11 and 5 under first year head coach Sean McVay. They go out and they address the defense. Akeeb Talib and Marcus Peters are brought in to man the cornerback positions. Brandon Cooks is brought in to replace Sammy Watkins. Win total open 9 and a half and has been bet up to 10. What's your prediction for the Rams? Yeah, I think the I think the Rams are going to be a Super Bowl contender. Uh, when you look at my Wisdom of Crowds model, they're second. When you look at uh, the market total, so three teams have a higher win total than the Rams. But when I do my analysis, the Rams come up as second in the NFL, and that's because of that hard strength of schedule. They got two games against the Niners, two games against the Seahawks. Um, they also play Philadelphia uh, and New Orleans, I believe. So strength of schedule, if you think they're going to win 10 games and the market's pushing the over on that, you really have to think they're one of the two best teams in, in the NFL, uh, right behind Philadelphia. So I, I think they're going to be excellent. The only thing, only question I would have for this franchise is why are they giving Todd Gurley a contract and not uh, Aaron Donald, one of the most um, fearsome defensive players in the entire league. How about Brandon Cooks getting a monster deal without ever taking a snap for the Rams before Aaron Donald? Yeah, I mean, but he's at least produced. I, I have I have a little bit more of a problem with Gurley just just because that's a more replaceable position in the NFL. Um, and you know, I mean, you're the Aaron Donald situation is obviously going to. I mean, he's going to come back. He's going to play, but you, you just don't want a star like that upset and mad. Um, I. Not the way I would have handled it. <laughs> I couldn't agree with you more. All right, so Rams, Niners, Seahawks, Cardinals. Two part question. How many of those four teams are legitimate playoff contenders? And then part two, 
how many are legitimate Super Bowl contenders? Yeah, I mean, I think I think three of them, all but Arizona, are going to be playoff contenders. Um, and, you know, I'm really going to limit Super Bowl contender to the Los Angeles Rams. I think this is a legit team. All my analytics point in that direction. Um, you got to like what they did on the defensive side of the ball with Ndamukong Sue. Um, their, their pass offense is awesome. I think all the tools are there. If they stay healthy, if they can avoid turnovers, win some key games, I think they're a Super Bowl contender. Final question for you. Outside of the NFC West, are there any other futures you might be looking at right now that you'd be willing to share with us? Yeah, absolutely. The one I'm the one I'm looking at is the Cincinnati Bengals, um, and this is uh, you know I'm a, I'm a numbers guy. This is going against my numbers, uh, just like I went against the numbers with the Raiders under ten and a half wins last year. I think six and a half is a little bit too low for this franchise. Um, they've had a, they've had a rough two seasons, um, but they have continuity, head coaching position, Andy Dalton. And as as much as you might not like Andy Dalton, he is by far the second best quarterback in that division. Um, and I think they easily go over if the defense um, can play what they what they did in 2015. It, it hasn't been quite like that since um, the, over the last two years. But this this is um, you know this is not a team that's ever going to win a Super Bowl. They don't have the pieces to do that. But I think when you have the continuity uh, and you play in that division, I think six and a half wins is just a little bit too low. I'm going to take the over on that. He got his Ph.D. right down the street from me at Stanford, a data scientist from the website, thepowerrank.com. If you do nothing else today, go to the website and sign up for the newsletter. You can also follow him on Twitter at The Power Rank. Ed Fang joining us here on the Sharp 600. Ed, it's always a pleasure, my man. Thanks for the insight. Good luck this month, and uh, hopefully we do it again soon. Yeah, thank you so much, Joe. Yep, anytime. It says here we should work in teams. Who wants to be my spotter? Episode 116, your NFC West preview is in the books. As always, big shout out to my man Ed Fang from thepowerrank.com for joining us here on the program. His insights are greatly appreciated. A shout out to all of you for continuing to support the project. We love you and we thank you for it. Remember to download the BetQL app. Get familiar with it before the season starts. Toy around with baseball season a little bit. We're back later in the week. More divisions to preview here on the Sharp 600. Be well, everybody, and best of luck.